Welcome back to I Have to Ask with Elizabeth Hess, part of the Champaign Showers Podcast Network. Today's guest is Steve Summers, Champaign County Board Member representing District 9. Welcome and thank you for joining me today. Good evening. First, tell me the general area or the parameters of your district. All right. This is not perfectly street by street, but I live on Montclair Road in South Urbana. My district runs from my house, which is approximately the corner of Montclair and Vine, down Vine to Ray Street, Ray Street out to University Avenue, University Avenue back to Lincoln, then it jogs back through campus, turns off in Nevada, down Pennsylvania, then back to Kirby Avenue, west on Kirby to Neal Street, goes down Neal Street to Windsor Road, Windsor Road to Prospect into Savoy, uh, basically goes down to Old Church Road, then takes Old Church Road back to Race Street Extended. A little bit of Urbana, Champaign, and Savoy all in one district. Tell me about you and your family's history with this community. I did not realize you were also a native. Not technically a native. I was born in Columbia, Missouri, but dad moved here when I was about three to get his master's degree at the university. He was a teacher at Urbana Schools, Unit 116, until his retirement in the 80s. My mom was a homemaker and did volunteer work. I attended Urbana Schools, however, K through 12. So I guess that makes me close to a native. I mean, I'm a Yankee Ridge grad. What about you? No, the schools that I went to, unfortunately, are not there anymore. I went to Lincoln Elementary School, which now has a large apartment building on it and Thornburn Elementary School, which the Park District has since taken over, but Urbana Middle School and High School. All right, we have that in common. You're retired now, but what was your educational background? Where did you work most of your professional life? I went to school at Illinois State University because they were nice enough to offer me an athletic scholarship. After graduating, I worked for a little while, thought I'd go to grad school, Work took over, and eventually I did get a master's degree from Sangamon State, now UIS. I've worked in the construction trades for about 35 years. I retired about six years ago. Upon retirement, I was president of my union local, Labor's Local 703, Layuna. We're going to move over to your political life and tell me how long you've been on the county board and what instigated you to run in the first place. I was elected in 2016 to the county board. I already served 16 years on the Board of Education in Urbana, so public service is an important thing for me. And my father actually served on the county board for two terms in the 1970s. So just interest in public service. Now that you've been on the county board, now I guess going on five years, you've decided to run for county executive. Why make that leap? I don't think the way that the county executive form of government has been operating has been really beneficial either to county governance or to the voters in Champaign County. I think that with my background, I can help provide a different kind of leadership to the position. So see, that was a very diplomatic way of saying that you haven't always agreed with the current county executive, Darlene Kleppel. What specific issues do you disagree with her on, and how would you like to see those resolved? In a nutshell, she's been really unable to work collaboratively with the board, much more of a top-down style of management than I'm really comfortable with. I don't think it's terribly effective or efficient. As far as some specific issues that I've had, 
her decision to sue the county board primarily over her ability to make appointments was a real breaking point for me. She did it against the advice of our state's attorney and cost at least $50,000 coming out of county taxpayer pocket to uh, pay legal. I'd say another issue that I've had with her has been how we've held meetings during the pandemic. Even now, we've had an issue in terms of people that are attending a public meeting wearing masks, board members. And I'm hopeful that we'll get that resolved, but we've got a meeting this Thursday and we'll just see how that turns out. It just seems prudent to me to follow the advice of public health. In a meeting recently, the board rejected the appointment of the candidate nominated by Darlene Kleppel. You say it had nothing to do with the candidate. It was, quote, simply a matter of process. How is that supposed to be handled? When Tatiana Ammons resigned from District 11, the Democratic Party of Champaign County had a vote of precinct committee people in that district to select the person to represent the district on the county board. Darlene refused to put that person's name forward for approval by the board. I just think that the executive should not be able to handpick county board members. The process of using the party system and precinct committee people to make that choice had been going on for a very long time, and I think that's an appropriate way for us to fill vacancies. Let's talk about vacancies around the county and with the county jail and with some of the issues that we faced here. You have been pretty vocal about how you would like to settle that issue. Can you tell me your vision for the county jail? I think we need to modify the satellite jail and close the downtown facility. It is really not fit to house human beings, either prisoners or staff. And the sooner that we can do that, the better off we'll be. There are going to be other facility issues that are going to be facing the county over the next few years, enough space for our public defender's office, other areas in the courthouse. So I think the board is going to have a whole array, the board and the executive will have a whole array of issues to address as far as county facilities. Tell me about those issues. What are the issues when you become county executive do you plan to tackle first? We'll need to deal with the sheriff's office, definitely. That's currently in the same building as the jail. Even if we close the jail to prisoners, we got to find a place to staff the sheriff's, put the sheriff's staff. Another issue that will likely be coming up and that we're addressing now, but it will extend into 2024, will be how we're going to utilize the American Rescue Plan Act funding that we received. It's a lot of money and we can do a lot of good with it. And we're in the process of trying to have plans in place to use it effectively and responsibly. Would you say that your experience over the last four plus years as a county board member, you understand the needs of not just the local issues, but the counties surrounding us as well, how we all kind of fold into the same geographic area, but we're so diverse? My focus at this point is primarily just on Champaign County and the ability for us to use these ARPA funds in ways that can really have a tremendous impact in areas that have really gone unaddressed previously. We're talking about utilizing some of the funding to help the city of Champaign with drainage and safety issues in Garden Hills, public health concerns throughout Champaign County, and community violence. And as an individual county board member, I made a pledge when we first started discussing the use of the ARPA funds to 
earmark at least 10% of that money towards addressing community violence issues. We have to figure out how to utilize those dollars in the best fashion, but we're exploring that and moving in the right direction. Would you say that we have two simultaneous public health crises in addition to the pandemic, that the gun control issue has also come to a head during the pandemic? Well, clearly community violence has really exploded as the pandemic has been around all of us. I don't know that I can cite one having a relationship to the other, but it certainly seems like there, there must be to some degree a relationship there. I don't have all the answers on how to address these issues, but I think working with groups in our community, we're most likely to have positive results. So um, we're exploring that as a board. Trust me, we don't expect you to have all of the answers, but it's very refreshing to hear that you want to come together as a community and solve these issues. They're not easily identifiable, though. How do we come together as a community to combat this kind of violence that seems to be escalating? Do you have any idea of where to even begin? Well, we're looking at places to begin and ways to begin. There are groups in our community, First Followers, that does work within the community to try and address violence, to try and work with people that are just coming out of the correction system. I think working with communities, groups like that and others can have a positive effect. There are housing issues that I think exacerbated. I think if we can spend some of the ARPA money towards public housing, community housing, I think that's another way to try and work with the problem. We've got a great public health district, but that's another area that I think puts stress, particularly on low-income community members, and sometimes that leads to some of the violence that we're seeing. Do you see yourself as a traffic cop to help navigate those on the county board? Do you see yourself as the lead voice? Is it a collaboration? How do you see this job? As far as the executive position, the executive and the board need to work together. I mean, it's almost like the president and Congress. We need to have both pieces working together to be able to get good legislation and you know accomplish good things. In terms of my role, currently, I try and work across partisan lines. Sometimes that is difficult, but there are surprising areas of agreement between some of my Republican colleagues and myself, and I would try and build on those as well. I'm glad you brought that up. That leads to my next question. Democrats and Republicans on the board, it's no secret that there is a lot of contentious discussion during each of the board meetings. Why is it so important for Democrats to not only retain control of the county board, but of the county executive position? Well, sometimes people get a little upset and you may have some heated words, but I think we are capable of working together. In terms of why we need to maintain a Democratic majority, though, I think my Republican colleagues have an entirely different philosophy on governance. And particularly with the availability of the ARPA funds, we need to ensure that we have a Democratic majority and a Democratic executive to make sure that those funds are directed appropriately. And if funds suddenly find themselves in our community, where would you personally like to see those directed first? Well, as I said, I've got a threshold of 10% of the $40 million to be addressing community violence. We've also had lengthy discussion about broadband to underserved areas of the county, both rural and urban. I think through the pandemic, we've seen that 
without adequate broadband, it's very difficult for kids to learn when they're not able to attend school in person. I think that would be a huge asset to the county if we could get broadband extended to pretty much all areas of Champaign County. And I'm relatively optimistic that with some of the ARPA funds and with additional federal grants, we may be able to accomplish that. Steve, when you're not doing county work, there's so much to read and so much to learn. What are you doing for fun? Are you a music guy? Are you a movie guy? What do you do in your downtime? My county work is uh, not quite full-time, but it does keep me busy. But my wife does work a full-time job. So that means the cleaning of the house, the preparation of meals, caring for the pets, all those things take up a good chunk of time as far as things that I do for enjoyment. I really need to pick up some more books and read more. I used to have that as a regular part of my routine, but it seems like county board agendas make up the biggest part of my reading right now. I do get away at least three or four times a week to the Urbana Aquatic Center to swim, and I find that that helps clear my head a little bit. And at 63, I need all the healthy, unbody damaging exercise that I can manage. Well, it seems to work because you have a very zen vibe about you. I know there were other people talking about running for county executive. Do you even know how the Democrats lined up behind you and decided this is our guy? I don't know that it's a done deal at this point. Other people can certainly step into the ring if they choose to. With the census coming out later, I will not even be able to start gathering signatures until January. So the whole cycle has been a little bit skewed. But I have had a lot of support from my fellow colleagues on the county board, support from several countywides as well, and a lot of support from the labor community. They have been very encouraging, and I really appreciate their support and their input. All right, before I let you go, I have to ask, you're too diplomatic and classy to name names, but... When I watch county board meetings and people like Jim McGuire start pontificating and just making up lies, how do you keep composure and how do you not yell or curse or completely lose it to your colleagues that are supposed to be grownups? Deep breaths and just the awareness that I can't control what other people do. So it's generally not helpful, at least in my mind, to speak sharply. I'm trying very hard not to do that. Have you ever just lost it? Is there one issue that just makes you snap? I would say the closest I came to that was when we had lost all three members of our board of review and our county executive had decided not to schedule an exam for Champaign County. And we had no members of the board of review. And I felt that that was negligence. And I said so. Fortunately, we've crossed over that bridge now and we have almost a fully staffed board of review. But the idea that we had no members of the board of review and the executive had not scheduled a test, I mean, even if you didn't have anybody lined up, schedule the test and start beating the bushes to find people to take the test. I mean, it seemed absolutely ridiculous to me. Thank you for listening to I Have to Ask with Elizabeth Hess, part of the Champagne Showers podcast network. Steve Summers, thank you so much for your time today. And anything that I can do to knock on doors, lit drop, phone bank, you let me know what I can do, okay? Thank you so much.